Yeah, 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 yeah. David Hicks, watch. We've been opening up the show with it all week long. And it is important. Five-star defensive lineman David Hicks. Still expect him to be in town on Saturday. But as much as we've talked about David Hicks, uh, maybe we've buried another massive lead for the recruiting weekend this week. Oh, boy. I, there is another five-star uh, committed player that you're trying to flip here. And his name is Peyton Bowen. And more See, people... I, I, ha- I'm okay with burying that. I lead. know, because it annoys you. I know. We've been talking about it for six, eight months now, however long it's been. But more people have seen Peyton Bowen in action than they have David Hicks. Talking about true? OU fans. And OU fans liked with what well liked what they saw defensively in the special teams game. Might this be the weekend where you can finally Finally, no, put no, this one to rest no, don't even flip no, it. don't ask that come question. Come on, come on. I don't want to have to answer that question. Come We've on, asked Bowens. that about like seven different weekends over the last six months. Might this <sighs> be the weekend that Peyton Bowen finally flips to Oklahoma? It might, yeah, sure. Am I counting on it? No way. Mm-hmm. It'll probably go on, uh, go go until February at this point, because there's not even. And here's the thing, Parker is. There doesn't seem to be a feel or some whispers out there of like, all right, he's close. He's close to kind of coming out and saying, nope, Notre Dame. I'm staying committed to Notre Dame. Or, all right, I'm thinking about flipping elsewhere. It's like silence on that front, basically. So this is a big weekend for the Bowens. Peyton Bowen included the five-star. I just, with all the David Hicks attention, we got to remind ourselves a little bit out there that he's also going to be in town. I can't believe you just even tried to speak the whole lasting into February thing into existence. I just expected at this point. If Peyton Bowen doesn't sign in the early signing period, Tyler, I'm just going to freeze myself in carbonite until February. I hey, that's fine. I'll bust you out once he finally makes a decision. Wonderful, I appreciate (laughs) it. In in March, who was it back in the day? Was it Terrell Pryor? that signed after signing day uh, to Ohio State. I think it was Terrell Pryor, I mean, right? Heck, just a couple, couple years, a couple cycles ago, JT Tuamaloa, of course, who was the number one overall player in that cycle, he waited till July 4th to sign. He waited five months after National Signing Day to sign with Ohio State. I think it, it, this past year it happened with Josh Connerly. We were yeah. talking about Josh Connerly yep. all the way until April. And we made jokes like, hey, way to get yourself out of spring football. Nice job, Connerly. Which is not something that you necessarily want to uh, be looking to do, but it's, 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 one, it's one way to do it. It's one way to miss out on those summer workouts. No, the, the, the lead here is what it's been the past few days. David Hicks, watch. It's Thursday. It's getting more serious. And there is no whispers or intel that he's not going to make it to Norman. The expectation as of today uh, what are we, 52 hours away from kickoff in Norman, is that he's he's going to be in Norman. Yes. Things happen at the last minute. We know that. But as of now, it looks good. Somebody on the text line said, someone help spot Parker a vehicle so he can take his Peyton Bowen speculation frustration out on the white buffalo. Listen, I if, if there ends up coming a day where we hold a demolition of the white buffalo, I may take a swing or two, but that's mostly for y'all's sake, not mine. So, uh... <laughs> so somebody okay first off somebody asked is jfa coming to bedlam yes, yes he is he'll be there uh parker if you were to make an educated guess on how many hours you've spent reporting writing and talking about peyton bowen how many hours would that be the same amounts uh as dollars that oregon offered him a few weeks ago when he was there two million 
Two million hours, maybe. I don't know if it was two million dollars that Oregon offered him, but that seems like something. That they I would bet do. it's been. I bet it's been days of my life at this point. It's been days of my life, specifically devoted to Peyton Bowen. All of that for him to just commit to Texas here in a few weeks. Now, I would. I would not wish that on you or anyone. Actually, if I that ha- if that happens, I know I've made this joke, but if he committed to Texas, I would just not show up to work the next day. Hey, that's fine. I I would get it. Um, David Hicks, man, I just don't think that he's going to end up at Texas A&M, man. I just... You don't say. Just all these whispers coming out of College Station, um, at what's going to happen at the end of the year. Um, I just... And you know that he's hearing those same things, right? I, I, I just... I don't think that he necessarily wants to be a part of that. And I say that because of the visits that he's taking here late. Like, it's almost decision time. We're getting close. And he is taking some decisions to make real sure that uh, he, like A&M is the right decision. I, I don't know, man. I, you, you see by their recruiting class, not a whole lot of people are running to College Station right now. In fact, people are going to be running out of College Station once the transfer portal is open. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Here's, here's the one thing I don't want. Like, again, there are some things I just don't want to speak into existence, but I feel like I have to say it. Especially when you're a five-star, there is no timetable. There is no deadline. No. You can sign whenever the heck you want. Uh, on the text line, is JFA Jackson freaking Arnold? Just clarify. Almost. Yeah, if you want. 75% if you want. of the way there, yeah. Yeah, you're really close. I'm going to guess you know what word to replace there. But it does start with the same letter and end with the same letter. <laughs> That's what JFA means. Uh-huh. Uh, Stacy Gage is in town. He's not a five-star, though. He was once upon a time. Uh his stock has dropped a lot in terms of the recruiting rankings. He's all the way down, I think, uh, in our 2024 update on 24-7 Sports yesterday. He's down to number 219. 2024 nationally. running back out of the state of Florida. What, he left IMG Academy? and Did he leave IMG and uh, go back home? Which, which school did he leave? Yes, he, uh, he left IMG Academy and ended up at Wharton High School in Tampa, which historically has been a UF feeder school, so especially with DJ Lagway trending Florida. Don't feel great about that one. Oh, sure. But he's back at Oklahoma this weekend. The Sooners will get another crack at him. OU's always been the dream school for him. He's from Hugo originally. So it feels like that one's going to come down to either OU or Florida. Hey, did you hear David Hicks at Bedlam? I roll emoji from the 918. What is this attitude? Huh? What's going on here? I need a little bit more positive attitude from the text line on a five-star defensive lineman coming to town. I, I would say that that's pretty critical for the next few years' success, okay? Yes, we're bringing up David Hicks because it's very, very important. It's very important that they then end again, up getting a commitment from him. Then again, if I told you on September 29th, Tyler, that we were going to be sitting here on November 17th and talking about DJ Hicks and an official visit to Oklahoma... Would you have believed it? Uh, no, I wouldn't have believed it, and I would have said at the time, I don't want to believe it. I don't want to go through this again. I don't exactly. want to get mine well, and everyone's hopes up. Again, and that, you know. I feel like that's a very common perspective. That's probably a perspective that that particular listener shares. Oh, boy, do we have to do this whole thing over again just to get left at the altar a second time? We won't know anything on Peyton Bowen until signing day, says Shane the Train in Newcastle. Could be could be right about that. Um so, yeah, hey, get, get used to waiting. 82 days since OU's last commit. You know I like to throw out that number, Parker. I'm just trying to keep tally on that. And 
hey, maybe if you get one commit here, maybe if you get one commit next week or you know whatever, maybe the ball really gets to starts rolling then after that. If you just can get that next commit, just get that next commit as you sit at the as the number seven class currently. Got to break the streak though. So is it Taylor Wine this weekend? Is it Ashton Sanders? I mean, best case scenario, I I think the best case scenario is, and I've I've said this adamantly, especially over the last 24, 48 hours, and I believe it 100%, there is no more important visit this weekend than Damian Sanford's official visit. Because we know DJ Hicks loves Oklahoma. We know how strong the relationships are with the OU staff. We know that if DJ Hicks doesn't end up a Sooner, it's not going to be because he couldn't see himself at Oklahoma. But when you look at the reasons why DJ Hicks committed to Texas A&M, we all know what the primary one is, right? But the secondary reason and a very relationship is what you were talking about. Relationship with Jimbo, yeah, that's exactly. the primary yeah, respect reason. Respect for Jimbo, Likes the him. relationship with Elijah Robinson, just the whole vibe just felt right at Texas A&M. Uh but in all seriousness, the relationship with Damian Sanford did loom large down the stretch. And, again, I will go back to it. I mentioned it a couple hours ago with Steely. I want to mention it again. If, if DJ Hicks's relationship with Damian Sanford was being oversold, if it wasn't actually that tight, then why have you seen every single school that's still pursuing DJ Hicks within the last three, four weeks, also go and offer Damian Sanford. Sure. I mean, I, I think it's similar to Peyton Bowen's little brother, who is a, is a good player. I think he's currently a four-star. You're seeing some other teams like A&M say, uh, we really want Peyton Bowen, but our, our best opportunity to do so is to get his little brother in here too, or to offer his little brother. So I think it's a very similar situation, absolutely. A- everyone is Everyone's throwing out the kitchen sink to this point, Parker, to put out their best pitch possible. Uh, if JFA can swing Hicks to flip, not only is JFA more of a star than he already is, but Hicks goes from getting crap from Sooner Nation to being a Sooner legend before he steps on campus for the way he craps on the fighting 420s. Yeah, ja- if Jackson Arnold pulls this one off, um, he is his, his title next year will be quarterback slash recruiting coordinator. Yeah, no joke. Uh, <laughs> Kylan Brokenbow said, I'm driving three hours to visit. Oh, you ain't nobody making a big deal about that. Add Kyle and Broken Bow to the visitor list for da- this week. David Hicks, Peyton Bowen, psh, he, go- he goes on and say. Yeah, we-, we got you down, Kyle. David Hicks, Peyton Bowen, Kyle and Broken Bow. Maybe, we'll, uh, maybe they'll give you some of that sweet OU swag that they wear on the sidelines, which they're going to have to break out the swag on Saturday for these visitors, man, because of how cold it's going to be. Do they have the OU starter jackets? They got to have some. O- I think that's the key. Get these kids some OU '90s starter jackets oh, on. Yeah. That will secure the commitment. Ah, uh, yeah. If you want to put some hundreds in the pockets of that starter jacket, you know, whatever. That's your decision up there. Whatever. Sew it into the just lining. An, just an idea. Uh, didn't DJ Hicks tell OU's coaching staff he was committing to OU the morning that he committed to A and M? Has to be awkward. That comes from the text line. Hey, I. And I know this is like the sunshine pumpers take. I'm saying this mostly in jest. What if DJ Hicks was never lying? What if he was never lying about committing to Oklahoma? What, if he, told OU, what if he told OU staff, yeah, I'm committing. 
He just never gave them an acknowledgement mm, as to when. How about that? Spin cycle. Yeah, I like that, that, a that, lot. Is, that is squarely in the spin cycle. All right, we got a ton of text rolling in. Keep them coming. 405-651-3439 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. We'll talk Bedlam. We'll talk about this massive recruiting weekend and what really matters in a weekend like this. Does atmosphere matter? Does a win matter? Does cash matter? We'll talk about like what really matters on a home game visit weekend such as this one. Coming up next, keep it locked on the ref. Locked in with McComas and Thune on the ref. Tyler McComas, Parker Thune inside the Brown O'Haver Studios. And the ref army, they are listening nationwide and beyond. London, England. And every time we have a listener in Germany, it just says Germany. It doesn't say we're at in Germany. It just says Germany. So who's ever listening in Germany, thanks for listening. Appreciate maybe, it. Maybe Germany has it. Like, have you, have you ever seen North Korea on Google Maps? Uh, no. <laughs> Where, like, you can't, like... <laughs> you can't see... You can't see yeah. North Korea on Google Maps. So maybe Germany has some similar, like, uh, location jammer where you can place it in the country, but you can't place it in the city or town for various security reasons. National security reasons. Culpeper, Virginia. Queens, New York. Wichita, Kansas. Belton, Missouri. Spokane, Washington. Midland, Michigan, and oh, you know they're listening in College Station, Texas today. I don't think you guys are going to keep David Hicks. I think you're going to lose both of your two five-star commit, five commits that you have. You've already lost one in Anthony Hill, um, but I think you're about to lose the other one as well. Sorry, guys. Small town of the day is Union City, Oklahoma, which is just there you go. Uh, there you go. Yeah. pretty much just west of Mustang, essentially. Mm-hmm. Where's Anthony Hill going, by the way? He still hasn't committed to Texas. I think it'll be Texas. In due time, it'll yes. be UT. Um, I asked before the break, like, what really matters um, in a weekend like this for visitors, uh, official, unofficially, whatever. Um, is it atmosphere? Is it seeing the team get a win? Their position group play well? Cash considerations? What is it? Peyton says sacks, Tyler. Sacks matter. Can you imagine if we pull some four or five sack performance uh, out of our butts. No, Peyton. <laughs> I, 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 I would love to see it, but do I? could I imagine OU getting four or five sacks this weekend? Um, I'm no, not going to count I, on that no, one. No, but hey, if it happens, what needs to happen after every one of those sacks is whoever gets the sack just needs to point right to DJ Hicks. Yeah. Point and make the come on gesture. Mm-hmm. Uh, what matters? What does matter? And, and everyone's different, I know, but is it overall atmosphere? How much does a win matter? Because you got to have your best showing on Saturday, that's for sure. I think the atmosphere certainly matters, especially when – like, here's the thing. Oklahoma's 5-5, five and five, right? They're not playing for a whole heck of a lot right now, save for bowl eligibility, which the fact that they're playing for that at all this late in the season is an indictment in and of, of itself. But if the fans can show up, pack things out on a cold night at Owen Field, and demonstrate to those visitors in attendance that, hey – you're going to have 85,000 people behind you regardless of the elements, regardless of how much you're winning or losing. That's going to move the needle. 
That's going to speak to those kids. So atmosphere. Yes, you, atmosphere. You, you say atmosphere, and, and I would think so. I mean, when you're talking about an official visit, I think the best thing you can showcase is your atmosphere. Yeah, and, and we'll see what kind of atmosphere OU has on Saturday. I don't think it'll be a bad one. But like we've been saying, the team is 5-5. Five and five. Is it going to be a deafening atmosphere like we've seen at times before? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know the answer because the general mood of the fan base right now is kind of depends on who you talk to at this point, you know? By the way, somebody added on the text line that if DJ Hicks or if, if JFA were to swing DJ Hicks and Norman – he would go from JFA to JMFA. I seriously, yes, and, and yes Parker and, and Parker would change his Nebraska license plate to an Oklahoma license plate that says JMFA on the back <laughs> of it, personalized. <laughs> oh man, no, we'd we'd have to get him that license plate. Yeah, well, b- both of you, you could be JMFA too. You know how some families so, yeah, 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 have okay. like one or two on it. You could be that. You could be the number two on that one. Uh-huh. Kelly and Beck says it feels to me. Like this 23 recruiting class is developing a tight little bond because of JFA. I think Hicks and Bowen both flip. Then we get everyone else we want and have the number two class next year. Jeez. Hey, Kelly, I love that optimism. That That's great. Um, I whew, You talk about a change in direction. They're the number seven class right now, so it's not all bad. But if they figure out how to flip this thing and get to the number two class in a season like this, Parker, um, you might question at the end of the year – like where this program is going, like you won't be able to question their recruiting efforts. Is basically what I'm saying. If they figure out a way to do that, and heck, if they end up with the top five class, you you won't be able to question their recruiting efforts. No, Getting through think, a tough year like this and still having that, I mean, that'd hey, be here's awesome. The thing. How people forget, people legitimately forget, and I want to remind everybody of this fact. Throw the 2023 class the heck out the window for a second. Rewind to the 2022 class, because 48 hours after Muleshoe dropped the bomb, the Sooners had the number 21 class in America two months to National Signing Day. By National Signing Day, with everybody operating completely on the fly, everybody flying by the seat of their pants, making, building out a brand new staff, and hosting visits and getting ready for a bowl game and everything that came with that, despite all of the craziness of that staff's first two months on in Norman, by the time National Signing Day rolled around, what had been the number 21 class in America was the number 9 class in America. Yeah, That's how good this staff is at closing. Uh, Tyler, you're doing it again, man. You did not learn your lesson the first time. David Hicks flipped, and here you are pumping it again. Come on, man. What do you want me to say? I don't think that he's going to sign with A&M. I haven't said that I think that he's going to commit to OU at any point. In fact, we've been saying pretty consistently, Parker, like, don't necessarily get your hopes up. But if he visits OU for Bedlam weekend, you got to view OU as a real contender here again. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm not telling anybody that he's going to commit to OU, but if he's here on Saturday, yeah, absolutely, OU's in the mix. Especially if I think he's not going to, to sign with Texas A&M when it matters. But then that goes back to, okay... If not Texas A&M, then who do you think he's going to sign with? I think it could be a combination of three teams. I think OU's in that mix. I think Oregon's probably in that mix. And I guess you got to throw Texas in that mix as well. Are there any other three teams that you would like to throw in? 
to that mix. I guess anyone can get in this thing late. Yeah, that's but. Kind, of, kind of what it feels like. Maybe it's a team that none of us have, have accounted for or even talking about right now. By the way, I just got a text. Um, yeah, to take one guess at who's going to be joining us on the Ref pregame show Saturday. You know what? Um, this is my guest plus a little bit of commentary because someone texted in yesterday and said it would be awesome if Jackson Arnold joined you guys on the pregame show to shut that other station up and to stop, you know, the, the rumors that have been, you know, coming out of that station over there. So I'm going to guess by the smirk on your face, Jackson Arnold will be joining you during the pregame show on Saturday. Uh, ding, ding, ding. We yeah. have a winner. Are you going to ask we, him about the rumors that uh, he was flipping to Notre Dame? Yeah, can we can we set the can we set up right across from the other guys? And I'll just go very very loudly. Hey Jackson, uh, so about that Notre Dame flip, can you comment on it? You give him too much credit. They still wouldn't know what Jackson Arnold looks like in the flesh. They would have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> oh, Uncle Rico. But that's awesome. So he's going to be joining you live from uh, Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. What, is he going to do 12.30 to 2.30 again? That or is his... unclear. He said it depends on when they get up to Norman because, of course, it's a 6.30 kick, so he's not exactly sure when they're going to be rolling up yet. But uh, hopefully that won't be the only visitor that we get lined up for the pregame show. I'm mm. going to try to stack this thing. Weird! So. A, a guy that's about to flip to Notre Dame is going to come on our pregame show? What? No, they're an Instagram rumor. Another station told me that he was he was on the verge of flipping to Notre Dame. He was on Flip Watch. No, it's it's someone else. It, it's, it, it's, this can't be the same guy, Parker Thune. It can't be. There's no way he would come on a pregame show if he was on the verge of flipping elsewhere. Huh. This is this is a very this is a very strange text. Don't get this twisted. I'm shoveling coal on the JFA train, but I am hoping that he doesn't become the next Rhett Bomar. Whoa! This is where you guys give me reason to know this won't happen. Well, um, <laughs> like you want reasons as to why he's not going to be Rhett Bomar. Um, I, I can, I can cite some off the field stuff if, if you would, if you would like. Like this is, this is the most bizarre I mean, I, I can't, I can't speak to what Jackson Arnold is going to do when he gets to Norman. I, I have no idea. I, I, we all know what happened with Rhett Bomar. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I guess I don't think that JMFA is going to act hey, like hey, Rhett Bomar He's not did. that yet. JFA is going to uh, act like that, I guess. I, I don't know. That's my guess. And it's not like, you know, people forget. Like, Rhett Bomar was a five-star quarterback, yes. But towards the end of that 05 year, he was playing some pretty good football. So I don't know if the perception is that Rhett Bomar was a bad quarterback when he was here. And I'm not saying that he was Sam Bradford or anything that followed him, but anyone that remembers that 05 year went into that offseason with some um, – with some pretty good optimism that he was going to turn into a special quarterback in time. But that's, yeah, I, I, I'm not comparing. I've never thought once J Jackson Arnold to, uh, to Rhett Bomar. Somebody said, I, it's, somebody yeah. on the text line said, I heard the other station was getting DJ Hicks on their pregame show. Yeah, right. Oh. Yeah, right. Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll bet on that. Mm. Mm. Okay. I have, ooh. What do you think? I have a few interesting ideas. Okay. Well, I, I we'll don't discuss. I I I, I, I wouldn't think that that's true, Parker. So I don't think you have to worry about that. No, no, no. I know it's not true. But uh, Chase in Orange County says predictions this weekend. One OU beats Little Brother. 
Two, UCLA beats Muleshoe. Three, KU beats Texas. Four, David Hicks silently commits to OU. Five, Peyton girl, Peyton's girlfriend wins the recruiting battle. Six, Tyler does two shots of fireball at Yo Pablo. Seven, Parker gets to keep the white buffalo. Hashtag Boomer, Chase and OC. All of those things are popular. Number six is probably the most probable that I do that two, do shots, two of shots of fireball, fireball at Yo Pablo. It will be prime fireball weather uh, Saturday at Yo Pablo hey, with they, the weather if outside. If they lose, Tyler, if they lose, we're gonna we're gonna get you. We're gonna line you up like twelve shots, and you can just do the post game completely inebri- inebriated, completely unfiltered, I, hey, Tyler. If, if they, I might need it if this team doesn't figure That's out what a way I'm to saying. win on Look, Saturday. Look, it's gonna be cold. Man. It's gonna be loss number three in a row. They'll be two and six in Big Twelve play. We need Tyler after dark for that post game show. <sighs> you're you're going to get it one way or the other if, if they if they lose this. And and here's a not so fun thing to think about, Parker. But we've seen the panic meter steadily climb as the losses have mounted this year. But what's the panic level on this recruiting class going to be if you lose when it's your biggest recruiting weekend of the entire year? Like what what's the panic level going to be Monday for this 23 class? If you lose in front of these five five stars, yeah. Eh. not eh. panic level with the coach. I'm talking about panic level from the fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. The panic level from the fans will be off the charts. Now, the panic level inside the building and like the panic level that is reasonable and rational, probably like a five or a six. Like it's it's certainly non-zero, but I'm not sure you're like turning the panic button upside down and banging it on the table. I, I think people will be ready to burn it down on Monday if they, if they don't win this game on Saturday in this massive recruiting weekend. Not a fun thing to talk about. Maybe they'll just get a win, and uh, we'll all be happy once again on Monday. Wouldn't that be nice? It, it would be nice. 405-651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. How about this? How about we give away a couple of tickets, courtesy of Air Comfort Solutions, Ooh. to the OU basketball game tomorrow night? We'll tell you how to win them coming up next. Keep it locked on the ref. Locked in with McComas and Thune, live on the ref. We are the home of Sooner fans. And I guess we're a station that believes in putting up the Christmas tree before Thanksgiving. I don't know. Are we pro- yeah, are no, we a part of the problem here? We are a part of the problem. That, uh, uh, that Christmas tree present in the lobby right now does not reflect my personal views. <laughs> I just want to make that known. My employer's thoughts and opinions do not necessarily reflect my own. Uh. I walked in today, it was like, whoa, it's a Christmas tree right by the front door. Okay. All right. I guess we're those people that just can't wait till Thanksgiving or the night of Thanksgiving or the day after to uh, to put up the Christmas tree. We're in on it early. It, did you see all the great ornaments on there? Of course, we've got like a basketball and a football, and I think maybe there's a soccer ball on there. We, we got us a sports Christmas tree out front here at the Ref Studios. Well, I mean, what other Christmas tree would you have at the – Studios of a station that spends twelve hours a day talking about sports. Hmm. You know, maybe a David Makes- Hicks, Peyton Bowen ornaments. You know, for the good vibes. <laughs> These are the caricatures of their faces on the, on the uh, what 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 do you call those ornaments? The uh, baubles. That's what you call yeah. them. Yes, a white buffalo ornament. Maybe we can put on the tree at some points. 
Yeah, no, Just I don't think anybody ideas. wants that. I don't think anybody <laughs> wants that. The tree will catch on fire in like two days' time <laughs> if we were to do that. Yeah, there will be an electrical fire and the studios will burn down. All right, uh, we got four tickets to give away today to the OU South Alabama game tomorrow night at the Lloyd Noble Center, 7 p.m. Uh, okay, I'm going to give away two on this show. We'll give away uh, two during the rush. First one in Texas, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. I really want to go to the OU men's hoops game tomorrow. You, you love how I make these super difficult for yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. Hey, the texts have to be substantial, though. Like, people have to actually take some time to type it. I really, I really want to go. want to go to the OU men's basketball game tomorrow night. There you go. That's and a little text. bit of a tease for tomorrow on this show, I'm going to have two Bedlam football tickets to give away. Huh? 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 Oh. Anyone want to go to Bedlam? Who wants to freeze their toes off for four hours? Who wants to freeze in 20-degree weather and pray that OU covers the seven-and-a-half-point spread over Oklahoma State on Saturday? Does that sound fun to anyone? Maybe there'll be good enough seats where oh, you man. can yell See, at David Hicks Seven-and-a-half points, that's a spread you just do not touch. Oh, because I, there I, are way yeah. too many ways that can go haywire in the final minutes of a game. Especially with uh, if backup quarterback play becomes uh, <laughs> a situation in this game, absolutely it can. How? What's your Thursday feel in all of this? I, I just I, I haven't had much of a feel all week long. I was like, I guess OU in a close game, but I don't really know why I'm picking OU. In a I close don't game. feel great about it. I haven't felt great about it. I will continue to not feel great about it because Oklahoma State does a lot of things well that Oklahoma does not do well. Like win close games? Like win close games, yes, yes precisely. Uh, 69-84, you are the winner uh, for the basketball tickets tomorrow. So congratulations. We'll be giving away two more tickets to the OU South Alabama game uh, coming up next hour on The Rush and two Bedlam football tickets coming up tomorrow. So David Hicks, Peyton Bowen, um, the five five stars that are in town, that's kind of been our main focus this week for the big recruiting weekend. What about underrated big visitors for Saturday, guys that are crucial to this 23 class, but we're not talking enough about, do you just go straight to Ashton Sanders? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, when you look at the 23 visitor list right now, it's mostly commits, and then you have the three official visitors, and then you got an unofficial visitor here or there. The three the three official visitors this weekend, as we've said, you have Hicks, you have Damian Sanford, and you have Ashton Sanders, but you have Taylor Wine in unofficially. Uh, you have Kendall Dolby in unofficially, junior college defensive back from NEO that the Sooners recently yeah. offered. And another guy that's going to be in town uh, that has caught the eyes of the OU staff is a kid from Tulsa Union, Devin Robinson, three-star kid currently committed to Tulsa. So maybe one to watch there as well. So, yeah, like we, we thought that we, – well, we thought about three months ago – that if we had to forecast what this weekend what this weekend is going to look like is yeah you, you probably have some visitors in for for that bedlam weekend but you know you're at a point where you're only going to take a, a few more guys in this class like I, I feel like we could see several new names out of this class especially because I think Parker there's definitely some names that are going to be exiting at the end of this year via the transfer portal so I think some spots are going to be open I don't think you're going to add 15 new names or anything like that you but <laughs> you think you could add 15 I, new names in this recruiting class oh in this recruiting yeah, class yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no I was thinking total no total absolutely yeah, you yeah. could add 15 new names for sure I'm just talking about this recruiting class from here on out. There may be, you know, more names than maybe we thought that there were going to be 
down the stretch here um, as, as we get closer to signing day. Somebody on the text line asked, Parker, did you commit to OU because of a girlfriend? No, I did not. I was not dating anybody when it's I graduated high school. very unsteely-like of so you. It was very unsteely-like. Steely and I had two very uh, different, very distinct life arcs. Uh, but no, girlfriends could not remain undefeated in my case because there wasn't one when I graduated high school. So I was completely footloose. And he shunned, And here we are. He shunned Nebraska-Lincoln for the University of Oklahoma. What's the temperature of wine? says this listener. Like that kid a lot. Think he could end up being Dan Cody-ish. That kid's not a Sooner. I'd be surprised. That's, what it, that's surprised. what it sounds like. Yeah. It, it, he, and he has um, ties to the state of Oklahoma, correct? Yes, originally from Edmond. Yeah. So, and, and I think that that was surprising to a lot of people when they found that out. Like, oh, wow, I, I did not expect this kid from the state of Tennessee to have Oklahoma ties. Yeah, no, I, it, it seems like once everyone – saw that offer a couple weeks ago. They started digging into his tape and said instantly, oh, yeah, I, I, I understand what this staff sees with this kid. So he may be a three-star, and normally we hear about it all the time, three-star commits, kind of get an eye roll from some of this fan base. But the fans that actually watched him were like, oh, okay, I, no, I see it. I, I like this kid a lot. Yeah, he's, well, a good player. he's already shot up the rankings since he started picking up all these offers. I th- as of last check yesterday, he's – the number 793 overall prospect in America, which, you know, it's modest territory. It's modest three-star territory for right now. But, again, there's still a lot of upward mobility, especially once the next – except eh, eh, I got completely tongue-tied. Especially once the next real recruiting update to the 2023 class rankings comes around. This one just says, to Akana, which means I need to Akana updates, please. Please give me one. I mean, there, there, there are no updates. We've talked about Akana about as much as you can talk about a kid that's just kind of in a holding pattern right now. Not really clear if or where he's going to take his fifth official visit. Tennessee and Utah apparently are the two schools that are vying for it. Look, Oklahoma's in this thing. Uh, Texas A&M is in this thing. Tennessee appears very much in this thing. So, I, it, look, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like Tessilia Khan is a given for Oklahoma, but I felt for a long time like Oklahoma is the most likely destination for him. Any update on David Peavy, says the 405? None whatsoever. Currently He's committed not, to USC? Not still? visiting this weekend, so if he were to visit campus, it would have to be sometime in December, maybe January. I, I just, I've never been sold on that being a legit possibility for Oklahoma. He still is a USC commit, correct? Yes. I, I saw a funny tweet today. College football nerds, I'll give him credit said USC Brass before they hired Lincoln Riley. Quote, we want you to bring the same things you did at OU to USC. Riley, exactly the same? Brass, exactly. And then at the bottom it says, USC is fourth in yards per play on offense, 103rd in yards per play on defense. He has indeed brought it exactly what he had to in Norman all the way out to Southern California. And God willing, the UCLA Bruins are going to find a way to win this weekend in front of a sold-out Rose Bowl. The largest collection of students ever at a UCLA home game apparently will be there. Like, what's, what, what is a reasonable attendance threshold for that game? What can we reasonably expect for a national top 25 matchup? Well, they, they said they – like, the stadium holds 90,000. Yeah, it's huge. And they huge. said sold out 70-something thousand. So I don't know if they have reduced capacity for UCLA games or whatever it is, but they're expecting they, – they've sold 70-plus thousand tickets. 
Whether they get that many butts in the seats or not, we'll see. But I feel like it'll be a good crowd for that game. It's the one time a year where people in L.A. care about college football. I guess when it, UCLA it is and USC, 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 UCLA, it is kind of the big college football game of the year out there. So I guess, okay, I understand it. I could see 70,000 people. Maybe. We'll see. 405-651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Final segment of Locked In is next. Final segment of Locked In with McComas and Thune. Right here on The Ref, we're the homeless Sooner fans, Tyler McComas and Parker Thune. Keep those texts coming on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Crimson and Cream Collective, they have raised over 413000 through three days. And I guess the text line told us it's currently at over 440000 as of today. Right, they, they still got the rest of the day to get to their day four total. But they're getting close to uh, half a million, $500,000. So the Crimson and Cream Collective, I don't know if they're happy about their uh, three-and-a-half-day total up to this point, but um, I, I, I got to think it's pretty good. I got to think it's pretty good. What are they trying to get, $3 million in 30 days? Is that the number? That's the number. Yeah. That's the uh, threshold, which I think is like you only have – it's actually only $1.5 million because well, the other yeah, $1.5 million is massed. Correct, right? yes. So, they're already about a third of that way to 1.5 in three days. So, good progress. These Lane Kiffin reports, man. Um, what what are they saying now? That he's going to be the head coach at Auburn after Lane Kiffin coaches in the Egg Bowl. Yeah, again, like the Lane Kiffin-Auburn Which stuff, is a week, from, like, a week from today is when that is, the Egg Bowl. The smoke is legit. The smoke is absolutely legit. Is he going to be the next head coach at Auburn? I don't know, but I do know for a fact that this would not be the first flirtation that Lane Kiffin and Auburn have had. No. They're kind of made for each other, you know? <laughs> and and I don't wish Auburn on very many people, but those two programs, like, may, I, I don't know. Two, two, ind- two people like that, two personalities like that, maybe they'll just mesh perfectly. Russ in Atlanta says, I gave 300000 myself. Shout out, Russ. Good work. To Crimson and Cream Collective, you gave 300000 yourself? <laughs> uh, somebody, Not okay. Somebody said say? the way this season is going, DJ Hicks will commit to Texas while on the OU sideline. Oh, my God. No, no, I don't even know why that needs to be even said or thoughts. Is that really the, I'm gonna, the energy that we need today? I'm going to answer this question once and then never again. Is Lebby a realistic candidate for Ole Miss if Kiffin goes to Auburn? No. He is not. Why? Because. You don't think he's a candidate at all to Ole Miss? He would not be high on the list. Oh, I, I think that he would get a call. I, I don't think he would get the job or he would be the favorite, but I, I think that he might at least get a call and maybe an interview. Like, I will definitely agree with, with you that he's not the top candidate. They'll try to go for more of a home run hire. No disrespect to Jeff Lebby, but. It'll be like, you remember when Alex Grinch interviewed for the Texas Tech job? Oh, yeah. It'll be like that type of situation where maybe he ends up interviewing, maybe he does get a call, but nobody takes it seriously. 
And that's no knock on Jeff Lebby. It's just the reality that Ole Miss is going to take a bigger swing than that. And also, it's not all water under the bridge right now between Jeff Lebby and Ole Miss. So, Charles Barkley, former uh, Auburn basketball player, he wants Deion Sanders to Auburn. But then he followed that up with, he thinks there's going to be a surprise firing in the SEC. And he says he knows that that particular school is thinking about Deion Sanders. And he didn't outright say it, but I have the audio clip and I can play it during the rush for, for those of you here. He Basically, he thinks that a and going to fire Jimbo and that a and going to try to hire Deion Sanders, which would be the most beautiful thing of all time. I, I, I pray that that happens. Surprise firing in the SEC? Yeah, that, yeah. that would almost have to be A&M, right? It would almost have to be. I mean, I Nick Saban getting fired at Alabama would be a surprise firing, but they're not that dumb to fire him after a two-loss season. No. A&M um, and Jimbo Fisher is that, yeah, that's the most realistic surprise firing I think that could happen. But is that a surprise at this point? Well, the only I, reason it's a surprise is because of the buyout number and what it is, but I, it feels like that thing is going. It, it is tumbling, tumbling down. If the three and seven start isn't bad enough, what's going to happen at the end of the year in their transfer portal? It's broken down there, man. It really feels like it's broken, with not a real plan to fix it. Like A and M, kind of feels like they're going to be in this crap for a while, Parker. It's not something that you can just keep throwing money at. That's the like. That's what they're going to have to reconcile with. You're going to have to be intentional about building culture the right way. Because until you build a championship culture, you're not going to build a championship program. And you can't build a championship culture by trying to buy your way out of a hole. And right now, a and is just digging themselves a deeper hole every day that goes by. Now, here's the thing, and I say this as graciously as possible. There are a lot of arrogant folks down there in College Station. And I promise you there are a lot of folks that are going to continue to believe that they can keep throwing money at these problems and expect things to change. But they will not. They will not. College football is just so fascinating these days because it's, well, Xavier Worthy's he's going to be playing at USC next year. Um, Luther Burden, yeah, you hear a lot of smoke between him and USC. Gabe Brownlow-Dindy, let's see if OU can get him. It's like you already know the names that are probably going to be in the portal before the official portal entry date is even here. I, I will, different times. I will preemptively enter my transfer portal crystal ball for Gabriel Brownlow-Dindy to Oklahoma if there ever comes a point in time, whether this offseason or in the future, that he ends up in the portal. One more. I have to know, Tyler, who do you hate more, A&M or Texas? The answer to that, yes. I hate him equally. All right, that'll do it for Parker. The Rush is coming up next. Keep it locked right here on The Ref.